guys, welcome to Milano Money. I'm Alexandra Gonzalez, and we're in for another interesting episode. And of course, it's featuring the one and only Robert Kiyosaki. We all know Robert as the best-selling author of the number one personal finance book of all time, Rich Dad Poor Dad. But I'm happy to announce that he just released his new book, Fake. Fake money, fake teachers, fake assets. You can get your copy by following the link in the description below. One thing millennials are craving is the truth, and Robert's going to give us just that. Hopefully, he can clear some things up in our discussion, because I'm sure we've all wondered how money is even created. And the way money is created, 71 and today, is first you have the U.S. Treasury, okay. Okay? and then you have the Fed, the central banks, Bank of Japan, Bank of Tokyo, and then you have the big banks, Wall Street banks. So this would be Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley, and all this. So the way money is created is the U.S. Treasury creates a bond. Okay, it's an IOU from guess who? The taxpayers. That's why they screw the working class. So this bond goes to the Fed or the European Central Bank or the Bank of Japan. This is, mon this is fake money today. And then this guy send money to the big banks. This is called quantitative easing. It's also called printing money. Okay, they call it quantitative easing. And this money then goes to the rich. God bless America. <laughs> I, just, I just love this system, you know? The only way this money comes out oh, debt. is okay. debt. So I go in, so when the markets crashed in 2008, the world almost came down, Kim and I borrowed $300 million. The average guy can't borrow a million. But if you have the right financial education, which is what the cash flow game is about, then I can borrow as much money as I like. So today, Kim and I are on about $600 million in debt. The average guy goes, that's terrible. But as you know from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, there's good debt and bad debt. Bad debt. Yeah. Well, this is good debt. Okay. Isn't it crazy how the rich just keep getting richer? Let's find out how. This is what makes the rich rich. Mm -hmm. And debt is tax-free. So I, if you borrowed, if you worked for 300 million, you'd pay 150 million in taxes. Okay? If I borrow 300 million, I pay nothing in tax. And the reason debt is no, not taxed is because this is how money is created. If I don't borrow the money, there's no money created. So then this flows into the economy. And this is real economics. They don't teach you this in school. Yeah, no way. Okay. And the only way the, and so when it flows into the economy, the way that bond gets paid for is via taxes. So this is the poor and middle class. They pay the taxes, and that pays for this. Ta-da! <laughs> yes, you That's have been screwed. <laughs> so, in 1971, 
Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. And Robert explains exactly what happened as a result of that. Anyway, this is kind of the big picture of what happened after 1971. The moment they took the dollar off the gold standard, what happened was these guys started to print money. And what does school tell you to do? Get a job and work for money and pay taxes. They have to, those fake teachers have to do that because otherwise they can't pay for that bond. It's the completely, our school system is so fake, it's more fake than those fake plastic plants there. <laughs> <laughs> and these teachers, bless their heart, they don't know any of this because they want their pension and their pensions are going broke here. Teachers' pension, firefighters' pensions, and police pensions are going broke. Social security is bust. You know, it's, it's a tragedy with no, it's fake, fake money. You know, fake teachers, fake assets. Mm -hmm. Socialism is a buzzword we're hearing all over the media, and we'll be diving into that in a minute. But first, Robert explains what happens when you just keep printing and printing money. First of all, there's a time and place for socialism. Yeah. You know, socialism is being kind, helping your friends. Socialism is giving people fish. Capitalism is teaching people to fish. So those guys are socialists. Mm -hmm. This is capitalism. I'd rather teach you this so you know how to do this. One last point before I ex explain yeah. AOC and the socialist communists who are running for, like Obama and Hillary, man, they're, I'm not a Republican or Democrat. I just don't like it when people lie to us. You know, Trump is my friend, but he opens his mouth too much. I understand. <laughs> but this is the system he follows, okay? So if you hate Trump, I understand. What happened in 1971, it's a point of fake, okay. was that they could print as much of this as they wanted. To solve their problems, they just printed it. They just kept printing it. Mm -hmm. And the economy went like this. So a guy of my generation did, baby boomers had it easy. And it was really easy for a baby boomer to get rich. Yeah. Your generation, there's a word for it, you've been, you know what? <laughs> Very accurate. And the economy is about to come this way, you know that. Yeah. Because you've been printing it. So the mistake that school does, is they tell you to work hard for money. Why would you work hard for money when they're printing it? Mm -hmm. Why would you save money when they're printing it? And, and why would you save it when interest rates keep coming down? That means the value of money keeps coming down. Mm -hmm. And our school systems are still telling you that. Work hard, save money, get out of debt, you know, save it. And you're being screwed. That's fake money, fake teachers, and fake assets. So before I get into, this is capitalism. The problem is most school teachers are communists and socialists. Good people, let me wrong. My, most of my family are communists and socialists. They, they want the government to take care of people. And that's AOC and that's Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. There's nothing wrong with that. But every system where the people are not educated collapses. Look at this Venezuela right now. Oh my God, it's terrible. Next, Robert explains how the monetary system would look if the US was a socialist society. This is capitalism. I love this system. I make a lot of money, I use a lot of debt, I pay no taxes. It's a wonderful system. But this is socialism here, it's very similar. So the same thing as you have 
the Treasury, U.S. Treasury, right? And then you have the Fed or the central bank. And then you have the big banks. So what socialism is, is they want to print, write a bond. They print the money. Don't give them the money. Ta-da! And they want to give it to the... That's socialism. It's also communism. So it goes to the people. Today they have UBI, Universal Basic Income. You know, this guy Chang out of California, hardcore commie, Asian guy. Give everybody $1,000 a month. It's not going to fix the problem, you know. Then you get free education, free health care. And I, and I agree with this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to fix the problem. And you keep doing this here, and the rich sit out here, and they don't really care because they're out in a different system anyway. The trouble with this here is they have to keep printing money. Listen up, millennials, because we're about to touch a sensitive topic. We're here to discuss how exactly we got into the student debt crisis mess. So every student loan person should know this, is that in 2009, President Obama changed the system. Up until 2009, the banks paid the the student loan. The banks created it, so the money went this way. So what happened is what Obama did was he cut these guys out because he's a socialist, communist, and all that. And then it became student loans became an asset of the U.S. Treasury. So the Treasury now creates this money. The banks don't get any of this money. So why did Obama did that? Today, this is $1.6 trillion in America. It is the biggest asset of the U.S. government in student loan debt, the worst type of debt possible. So what the socialist communists did was they screwed the students. Mm -hmm. The capitalists screwed the old guys like me through pensions and 401ks and IRAs, and then they screwed you guys through student loans. In this next clip, unfortunately, we talk about what's happening right now in Venezuela and what's happening in America. And that's exactly what we're seeing in Venezuela right now. I mean, it was, it was the richest country. It is still the richest. It is. But, and then I have all my friends and their parents, they left Venezuela with their businesses because the government wanted to tell them how much to, to, to price their products. And they, were, they weren't able to provide for their right. family in that situation. Right. So they left. And now all that's left is poverty. You know, they're killing each other over anything that's free. And so they didn't learn to work for their no. money. But they wanted equality, you know. <laughs> and now and you know who the teachers, you know who sent teachers into Venezuela? Who? Cuba. They teach communism. The same thing happens in America. We're teaching communism today. Mm-hmm. And that's what AOC, Beto O'Rourke, and all this, is they want to get rid of these guys. And I don't blame them, because the rich are getting rich. But they want to give it straight to the people now. So the two things that happens, generally this goes to hyperinflation. This had happened in 19, about 1920. Uh, 
and that brought Hitler to power and all this. They just started printing money. Germany did. So we're going here or we're going here. And the reason I teach and I say what I do, you know, there's a place for this. Most of my family are here. Most of my family, they're highly educated people, really good people. Nothing. So I'm going to have to pay. So I don't blame people. You know, healthcare is a huge expense. When they say there's no, there's no inflation, that's not true. Food has gone up, housing has gone up, education has gone up. But they lie to you. The government lies to us. All right, guys, brace yourselves because we're about to see how Robert explains what's going on in the economy with a balloon. If our economics teachers were real teachers, they'd be teaching bubble economics because this is, this is bubble. So the reason fake starts in 1971, rather than work for money, the U.S. government and the central bank could print money. So this is what happens. After 1971, <coughs> oh, we have a problem. We don't have to fix it. Oh, we can just keep printing more money. Everything was fine. In 87, there was a stock market crash. Because what happens when the bubble goes like this? Everything looks good. Stock market goes up, jobs are plentiful, housing is plentiful, people are happy. So 87, the market crashed, but nothing happened. There was no depression, there was no recession. Because they could... <laughs> until the year 2000, when the dot-com went... And so it almost, so they stopped it. And so we entered a kind of a global recession. And rather than fix the dot-com mistake, because they were just print, they just printed more of it. So from 2008 till today, 10 years later, rather than teaching us and fixing the problem, they just keep printing more money. Yeah. So the stock market gets bigger and bigger. There's more money in the economy. Stock market's floating. You know, you got real estate's floating. Businesses are borrowing money. Everybody's happy. And the government is going broke because our debt to GDP ratio is now about 109 to 1. We can't sustain. So our debt to GDP, I mean, the amount of debt we're carrying is going to keep going up because old guys like me have no retirement and young guys like you have no future because you're, you're stuck in debt. Because in 1971, the dollar became debt. Yeah. But they don't teach you that. So, and now if we keep printing money to fix the economy, what's going to happen? It's going to pop. Oh my God, <laughs> that scared me. <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> and that's the future. Oh my goodness. In this last clip, we wrap up our discussion about the current economy. Let's listen. So I think to solve the problem, because there's no financial education, this is going to print more money. Mm -hmm. And if it, if it deflates a little, that's called a recession. If it pops, that's called a depression. And if we don't make changes pretty quickly, just like the environment, just like many problems facing, if we don't make changes quickly, we collapse. So that's, that's why I created the cash flow game. That's where about fake, rich dad, poor dad. We do this show, and that's why I love millennial money, because I get to talk to people like you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they learn a lot too. I think that's enough for today, but comment below on what you really think about socialism versus capitalism. 
subscribe to survive this crazy world and click that bell to get notified of upcoming shows. I'll see you guys on our next Milano Money. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.